The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Different Cameron in first place. Aiton is staying. And Tiger chokes. All on a Austin River going. Taylor Gooch quoting. Golf Friday edition of the program. Danny Bailey, let's go. Oh my goodness gracious. Who do you think you are? I am. That's right. What What to do, do, baby? Are you kidding me? Got a good show. Thanks for being with us. Lots of choices out there. None of them as good as us. So you made the right choice today. 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. Stream us or watch us at milehighsports.com. Radio on demand tab at milehighsports.com. We'll get you podcasted versions of our previous works. Don't click on podcasts. That I'll get you old Broncos Blitz podcast. I mean, we do it, but that ain't the show. The show is in the uh, tab that says uh, uh, radio on demand. Okay. You with me? Okay. Uh, 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. I said that. I meant to say 98.1 FM or 107.5 HD3 are options for you. Lots of ways to get involved in the show. App as well. Nice app. Danny Bailey, what's up? Good morning. How are you? I'm doing quite well. How are you today? I'm all right. Feeling pretty good. Uh, got Cameron Smith. I dipped in yesterday a taste. Could cash out a double up right now, but do I just let it ride? We'll see what happens here. He's leading the open, right? Yeah, it's a big deal. It is a big deal. Um, are there any more Camerons that could lead on other days? Since we've um, had Smith and Young so far? Let me check the leaderboard. For other Camerons, um, it doesn't look like there are any other Camerons in the 150-man What about Cam- Cameron uh, Tringale? What? J- Danny, stop the show! You're good. I'm going to wait for you. Cameron Triangle? You're right. He's an American. Oh, Tringale. There's a there's three Camerons in the open field. Hold on a sec. Whoa. Oh, it's a Christian with two A's at the end of that. Uh, wait. Whoa. Whoa. Stop. Oh, that's Corey Connors. That is just a regular old Corey. Core dog. Oh, 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 oh. That's a Colin Morikawa. Darn it. That's not a Cameron Morikawa. Um, thought it might have been a different Morikawa. Oh, oh, oh. Ah, it's Chan Kim. Just Chan Kim. But that with the C, there was a... Oh, oh yes. Here Chan we... is close to Cam. I know. Chris Kirk is not a Cameron Kirk. Um, And we're going down to the end here. That's it. Three Camerons in the field. 
Let me see how many other tigers there are real quick. Uh, nah, that's it. That's it. Ah, useful. Um. <laughs> okay. So, Cameron Smith is 10 under par today through nine holes. He's five under on the day through nine holes. So, a little five under front nine for, for the guy who shot a 67 yesterday, equaling a outright lead at 10 under par. Dustin Johnson, nine under par. The other Cameron Young flip-flopped with the other Cam from one to three and went to three to one. Now he's number three in what place is he at? He's at nine under as well. Um, got uh, Tyrell Hatton. Did I say that right? Scotty Shuffler. Gooch. Oh, Gooch. You know her. You heard what Gooch said, right? Of course, but why don't you tell the listeners? Well, Danny, it looks like I'm about to let the quote out of the bag. Yeah! Taylor Gooch, an American, said that the live golfer guys are all galvanized together. It's them against the world. And wouldn't you know it? You know, Dustin Johnson. I'm seeing um, who else is in the mix there from the answer anchor anchor answer. He's Mexican. My friend. Uh, let's see. Special for you, my friend. Uh, look, there's several other guys. Ian Poulter right there in the mix here. Another guy from the uh, Sergio carded a six under. Yesterday, oh, do you know what? He's six under today, is Sergio. Shot a six under 66 today after a 75 yesterday. What would it mean for a live golfer guy to win this thing? Would that be huge for that tour? Uh, Yeah, I guess. Oh, it'd be huge for that tour. Right? <laughs> it would be pretty big. Okay. But these guys were all just PGA Tour golfers. A couple months ago. So what does that mean? What do you mean by that? I mean, it's not its not like Out of these those. are guys that we've never heard of that, that okay. are on this league that's brand new that are coming to win. Okay. True. Kinda but it would matter. You know, the Live Golf Tour would own a British Open Championship, you know? Yeah, it's like college conferences. Kind of. Taking credit for championships that other schools in the conference win. Sure. That'll, that'll, that'll work. <laughs> um, yeah, man. It's it, it, These link-style courses, they ain't plush and green. But it's an interesting style of golf. Feel bad for Tiger. Hit, his tournament is... Ready? Over! After finishing... Plus nine for the tournament. Three over par today. A 78 and a 75. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight guys. Um, only only better than seven guys, two of them who withdrew because they're old in their backs. You know, uh, there's, it's spinal. Um, yeah. I'm not, you know, I wouldn't say Tiger choked. I know I kind of said that at the beginning, but he, <laughs> we were saying... Will this guy ever play golf again? And we're saying, golf? 
he probably he might not even walk again. So for Tiger to be out there, it's pretty monumental. I don't know if anyone else other than Tiger could pull that kind of stuff off. For all we know, he's got like a robot leg now. Like Cyborg from Justice League and the Teen Titans. You know, I don't know what's robot, you know, part of him now or not. You know, the future's probably going to have privates, robot privates. Would you be interested in the robot privates, Danny? No, I'm cool with my own equipment. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that's funny. Okay. Rockies. Rocking and rolling. They were uh, really good last night. Despite, despite uh, Kyle Freeland's meltdown in the dugout. I think that uh, brought the team together, you know? You think? Or are you just saying that? <laughs> I'm just saying that. <laughs> um, I would have known better to get him out of there before the fifth inning, and yet had a little lead. Instead, he gives up a couple more, and he's breaking lights and sh- losing his mind in the dugout. In a win. In a win. He's not right. We just talked about it yesterday. Well, not a win for him. No, not just a, a win for not the a team. Win for him. The team, but the yeah. team is the most important. Yeah, thing. the team had to bail him out actually again. But uh, yeah, Kyle Freeland. I don't know what his deal is. We brought. We just talked about him yesterday, right? We did. Do you think he heard some of that stuff and then went banging in the dugout no, with psycho no, because of I it? I don't think so. I think he's just you know he's locked in and he's focused on what he can do. But he was disappointed in his performance and he displayed that. <laughs> yeah. Well, Rockies, we said, okay, get get back to five. They're 41 and 49. They're eight games under. Eight games under. And we'll cancel our road trip to the Chicago. And we'll, t- we'll go exclusive with the Rockies. No, we're not going to do that. <laughs> Let's set up a break, come back. A lot of stuff to get into. The Aiton stuff I thought was a little bit of a surprise. Yeah, I was surprised how that went. Um, I don't know why they had to play the guy like that. You know what I mean? But that's business, I guess. Gottlieb, Doug Gottlieb, man, have I always, you know, I've wanted to sue him for just suck, sucking for so many years. Finally, someone's found a way to Can really you do that. Sue Doug Can you Gottlieb. Sue someone just for sucking? No, I tried. The courts didn't want to take my case. But the Burnham Law Firm didn't Todd want to take my case. advised against it. Yeah. He was like, I don't think we should throw any more money at this case, Danny. I'm like, it's no slogans, just great lawyers, damn it. Quite frankly, nobody does it better, remember? And he was like, yeah, you're right. Let's keep grinding. All right, uh, we'll set up a break. It's a golf Friday, 303-831-1340 hotline as well as the text line. Thanks for being with us today. We'll try to make it a good one for you guys. We care about you guys. Let's see here. What's your Twitter? What's that Twitter at these days? At D Bailey 5280. Okay. All right. Is that for the ladies welcome to follow you as well? I welcome all followers. Okay. Like a rainbow thing or like for all? Uh, Yeah. Love is love. We have one rule on this show, right? What is it? Everybody Everybody love love everybody. Everybody. Okay. I'm at Tweet Stanny on Twitter. We appreciate you guys. Smiley Sports. Now they dropping and yelling. It's a tad bit late. Nate Dogg and Warren G had to regulate.
The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. We're back in. I am Danny Williams along with Danny Bailey. He produces the product. He's more like a co-host. He runs the show. He runs the show. I run the show. Damn. That's Pat Bowling, man. I love that. You know? That was after he fired. That was after he fired fired Mike Shanahan. And, you know, there was a thought, you know, Shanahan was one of the first guys to um, yeah, it might have been like that back in the day, you know, Vince Lombardi probably, you know, picked the players and coached the players as well. You know, that's just what the job we, the, at that time entailed. But like in a modern era of football, you know, Bill Walsh and kind of Mike Shanahan were guys who were general manager coaches, had all the power, all the say. Mike Shanahan was looked at like he was running every last thing from the <laughs> rumors that he had lie detector machines in the basement of Dove Valley to um, uh, tanning beds, which, I mean, he always looked great. Um, well, you know, Mike Shanahan goes into Pat Bowen's office. He's called to his office one day. And I remember Mike Shanahan saying, well, I thought he was going to ask, but where are we going to lunch today? <laughs> and Pat fired Mike. And Mike Shanahan didn't see it coming. He was never bitter about it. He understands how the game is played. You know, he knew that, you know, things got stale around here. Things kind of stopped uh, being great. But, you know, at that press conference, that uh, he he made it very clear. Pat Bullen made it very, very clear when he said, <clears throat> I run the I show. Run the show. And it was kind of a big moment in, you know, the, the history of the franchise and Broncos history. It was, you can't say it was the wrong decision, even though it led to Josh McDaniels. Because Josh McDaniels and, T, you know, uh, who brought, you know, drafted Tim Tebow, brought Tim Tebow along with him, eventually led to John Fox and Peyton Manning. That's how you kind of have to look at it. Again, you know, you break up in a relationship. I don't, you know, I don't know, like, like the next person you get with, you're going to go marry them. You might you might meet a couple people and then figure your next move out uh, before you have success again. Definitely in sports. So, yeah, I just out of nowhere, well, you you know we play that drop all the time and it's one of my favorites. But uh, it's Mr. B, it's Pat Bolin. That's a Hall of Famer right there. Okay. So, J.J. Jerez, one of the best avalanche guys in the game, will join us in the next segment. Okay. Danny Bailey put that together. He's an old friend of the show. He's a good dude. Um, we've known each other for a long time, and him and Danny are bros, and he's he's a good dude. He's done a lot of good work, uh, you know, here and, and for the Avs for a long time. So, um, we'll get him in, see what he has to say. No news on Kadri? Did I miss something? No, I've been keeping my eye on it pretty close. I haven't seen anything. I think for the very first time, I believe that he re-signs with the Avs. There was a point yesterday in the day after just hearing some stuff and hearing some stuff and thinking and, you know, that if that huge offer didn't come, right? Are you with me? Then I don't think it ever is going to, you know, show up 
Therefore, if it's close, even kind of close, even kind of close, I think that you have to come back to a place where he's a hero, right? Like the song says. Yeah. Really see that a hero conceive us. Or the um, Weird Al version. And they see that a burrito can save us. Who's that talking through that? Oh, it's Todd, I think. Is it? Let's hear it one more time. And they see that a burrito can save us. That is Todd. I've never really heard that. I'm so caught up in the music, you know, in the sound. But uh, what was I saying just now? Nazem Kadri, he's the hero. Yes. Come back here where they've Why written not? songs about him, where they've, you know, lifted of him course. on their shoulders. I bought one of the Too Many Men t-shirts. I'm expecting it any day now. Nice. Where are they from? Who made that? Uh, Everything Hockey? Everything Hockey. Maybe. Right. Sure. I don't have a lot of hockey merch, Avs merch, so I was like, let me get one of these Too Many Men shirts. Nice. And hopefully Nas is back with the team. So he can see me wearing it. That'd be cool. Yeah, man. If Kadri resigns with the Avalanche, uh, you could already give Joe Sackick that Executive of the Year award again. Well, he's not general manager anymore. He's the president. There's got to be an award for best president, <laughs> you know, team president as well. Man, I, I believe. I believe it for the, you know, yesterday. I sent a tweet and I just looked for it. And I was like, why did anybody like my tweet? It didn't send. I remember it saying your tweet didn't send. So I don't know. Is there a drafts? Yeah, but if it didn't send and you didn't save it to drafts, it might just be gone. I don't. I can't even find the drafts. Open up like you're going to do a new tweet, and there should be a oh, button where you can click drafts. Hold on. Look at you. Good for you, but wait. Yes. Yes. Failed to send. It's there. I said, for the first time at this very moment, I believe the Avalanche will, in fact, re-sign the great Nazem Kadri. I said, yo, Kadri, would you like to confirm this? Should I send it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully it gets lots of likes. Um, I, and, like, nothing just broke that he signed somewhere else so I don't look like a total idiot, right? Let me just take a peek. Because he was trending, right? He was trending, let's see, the latest. Um, no, no, I don't see anything here. Okay. Whoa. Uh, the Flames have offered Kadri a seven-year, whoa, $9.5 million per year deal. Where are you seeing that? I'm not seeing it. One of my insiders. Um, oh, okay. Keep in mind that he voided a trade to Calgary before being traded to the Avalanche by the Leaves. Whoa. Wow. What do you think about that? I don't believe that to be true. I think that's a lie. No, I mean, this is a team that people, million people want to no, be that's, at. That's and uh, it's obviously, this is kind of one of his last opportunities to get that big contract, and he deserves it. He's proven that. He's been a player who's had some of the he's, he's get, some reputation issues but he's coming around to where like 
that's all in the past. He's Bro, a totally different player now. He's going to get $7 million times six years. That's the number. If someone wants to pay him eight and a half times six years, what's one and a half million times six years? We're talking about you know, another $10 million. So you can't leave $10 million on the table. You can leave $4 million, $3 million, maybe, you know, four and a half million bucks. We could do some incentive stuff. We're all this and that. We're going to, you know, work a couple things in here. You know, do something for your kid for college. You know, because we try to fill in the cracks here to make it look like you're getting, you know, that money here. We just can't put that money on the books. So... Seven million would be like I don't know how the Avs can swing it, but he's going to make seven like and a half million dollars somewhere. If he wants to come back to the Avs, it's going to be for about six and a half million or seven. It's going to be close. He didn't get that deal that this whoever the um source of my an idiot is seven years at nine and a half at ten million nine and a half million dollars. This deal would be done. He'd have signed it. This thing would be over with. Come on. I think Kadri resigns with the Avs. Yeah, it seems like it's getting more and more likely. As told by my tweet. That has four likes. Whoa, already? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy cow. Hey, might want to get on board, Danny. <laughs> Settle up, partner. Oh, JJ just texted me from his pad. Let's see what's up. What's JJ doing? He said hi. Um, hi. He has Pat taken away for about a week. Oh, really? Yeah. He was being a bad boy? Yeah, it wasn't because anything he was doing on the pad. It was just like, those are ways we could punish him. For sure. Yeah. You can't spank kids. Because JJ's like, that didn't even hurt. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, it didn't, huh? Okay. That didn't even hurt. <laughs> I always found that when JJ, I was a kid, yeah. the threat of being spanked was always a worse punishment than actually getting spanked. Really? It's like mental warfare. I think he's <laughs> he's not buying it anymore, I don't think. The girls are like, okay, okay, I'm sorry. But they don't like listen to They'll talk back. No, I didn't. Olivia will say. Like, just why? Like, you can't believe kids are talking to their parents like that. There, <laughs> You'll see other kids like that that are, I don't want to say bad, but there are good kids out there. <laughs> I'll be like, I can't imagine Vinny treating his little sisters like this and his little brother Robert like this. Just could imagine it, JJ, next to JJ Lake. You know, they don't care. He does, but then he's like, I don't know. What are you going to do when you have kids? Spank or what? Nah. Nah? Nah. Just get talking out? Sure. Oh, man. I'm not really worried about it. That's a long way off. <sighs> Looks like I have to be the tough <laughs> uncle then. <laughs> Send over to my house. I'll be having doing dishes. And if you don't like it, he don't eat dinner. Now, I'm going to pamper this, shower this kid with gifts. Like my godson, uh, Jake's child. Well, I'm not sure if I'm going to be the godfather yet, but I figured why wouldn't I be? You know, 303-831-1340, the hotline, as well as the text line. Who's that? 
Toby? No, it was a it was a caller who wanted to hop on and talk to you, but we have a guest coming up, so he said he's going to call back in a little bit. Was it Lauren Bobert who wanted my vote? No, she was hoping you could help her uh, reopen her restaurant <laughs> that had to close down. <laughs> what a Bobert. Uh, okay, Danny Williams and Danny Bailey back on the other side. It's my life sports. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. My time again in the head. But buddy roll, y'all. Check it out. Back in on a golf Friday edition of the program. Maybe a free agency Friday. Let's go with that because of our next guest. Uh, let's bring in a friend of the show. Uh, you know, been around here for a long time. Does as good a work for the Avs as I think anybody in the game. J.J. Jerez. J.J., how are you, bro? Fantastic, Danny. How you doing today? I'm really good. just want to say one thing. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Thank you, thank you. The years keep taking. Just another lap, though. <laughs> so um, you don't got to you know, say your age, but happy birthday, buddy. We um, Thanks for coming on. How are you? 34 big ones, Danny. I'm not afraid of it. All right. Um, so let me ask you this. I said a little bit ago, I'm feeling like for the first time that I think Kadri has a chance to come back to the avalanche. Am I wrong about that? No, I think uh, we're all kind of feeling that at this point. I mean, I think if you would have had an announcement within that first day of free agency, then, um, yeah, there's a chance he would have went somewhere else on a great offer that he just couldn't refuse. But yeah. now it seems like he's juggling some offers, and perhaps uh, there's a chance that he just didn't get the offers he was thinking he was going to receive there, right? So uh, maybe the winning aspect of Colorado combined with a little bit lower of a dollar amount is starting to look more intriguing to him for sure. Yeah, I agree. So, I mean, how would you kind of um, grade what they've been able to do so far? Uh, I'm surprised about um, who they've been able to bring back and the guys who kind of, you know, uh, have, have moved on. Uh, those guys are kind of, you know, I, I, replaceable. I mean, I, you, you love every guy who you just won with. But, you know, how do you how would you kind of grade what they've done and, you know, what they and who they lost? Uh, I think bringing back Val Nachushkin and Josh Manson, I think those were two huge. really, yeah, those were huge for sure, and and it's unspeakable. I mean, I I don't necessarily love the early parts of the the Val Nachushkin contract, but that, as it gets later in the uh, tenure, it definitely starts to look better. Uh, dark, the goalie situation, I think, is still something we're all kind of gonna have to wait and see on because uh, while Georgiev, you know, he is he has flashes in the pan of greatness. Um, I think uh, he still still wait to be seen. So losing Darcy Kemper, you you lose a goalie that you know what you're getting out of, right? Bringing in Gorgiev, you're not no, you're not so sure what you're going to get out of a goaltender like him yet. So I think that's still up in the air. But in terms of the dollar amount, right now they have the flexibility by shedding that Darcy Kemper contract. They have some room to even throw at at Nazem Kadri. They have some room to restructure Nathan McKinnon's contract. So so far, I think they're doing just fine. Bringing back some key pieces that uh, helped them win last year, right? Well, Arthur Lekkonen, Val Nichushkin, totally. Josh Manson. Those guys had game-winning goals all the time. And while every league is kind of different, uh, I believe this is right, you have to be under the salary cap on the first day of the NHL season. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, you know, that's, 
that's where I think they're kind of they might try to play some uh, long term injury reserve games, right? Because when you got have a guy that's on the IR, then he's not counting against your cap. Yeah. Um, so we'll see how that kind of shakes out closer to opening night. Uh, on with JJ Jerez. Um, you know, JJ, give it people. I mean, the, the handle where they can find you, all the stuff that you got going on. Let's do that now before the end. Right on, right on. Yeah, on Twitter at JJ of the year. Of course, that's where you'll find all my exclusive hockey content. I don't really dabble in anything but hockey, so you won't have to worry about any political hot takes out of me. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, the Hockey Mountain High podcast, uh, right there on my high sports, yeah. all, all podcast providers and. Uh, we're a huge podcast right now. We're growing by the day, so I'm definitely missing out on some good info if you haven't been hearing that. And my weekly radio show right there at Mile High Sports as well, the hockey show. Right now we're on off season, but me and my partner Ryan Bolding, we love doing it every Saturday during the uh, during the season. Well, what I like about you is you're not going to make uh, just regular old hockey fan feel um, inept because of your sophistication when it comes to the great, you know. Uh, a sport of hockey. So, you know, thanks for dumbing it down for guys like me. Well, you know, I get it. I grew up in this town. I know it's a Broncos town, and, and uh, hockey tends to take a back seat if you weren't a hockey player actually growing up. So I'm here to hold everybody's hand and help grow the sport, right? That's what it's about. I think so, too. We always say, too, this is like, you know, Denver, Colorado. This is like one of the greatest cities, one of the greatest states. Uh, it's one of the greatest places to be in the world, not just the country. So, you know, we will honor you and we will care about you and we'll give you love if you're a winner and that goes for any of the teams you know yeah Rock- i mean look at that look at that parade right I, no doubt about it flooded with humans and you know maybe five years ago half of those guys weren't watching avalanche games but the fact that they were during that run they're there to support even yeah. with the local tv station not letting them watch the game uh-huh. shoot i think uh, denver really showed their true colors during that parade my sons will be hockey fans, true Avalanche fans. They will be born with it, bred with it. They'll have a legacy, you know, to talk about. I'll be able to tell them about the great teams, all that kind of stuff that, you know, when I was a kid in the 80s, we just didn't have it, man. It's like, I always joke, I'm a Denver public school kid. And, like, there's certain things you did at gym class, like, once a year, every year for, like, your life. And one time, they'll bring out, like, hockey sticks and we'll put a little hockey thing in the in the in the gym or they'll bring out these plastic lacrosse sticks and like this is the 80s we're like what is this thing it was you know they were like the worst most cheapest equipment and you know that's it so i i it's i i wish i was a hockey guy came up a hockey guy in high school we played some roller hockey and it was great man but um you shred a little bit you can can you play or you like uh try out for the mighty ducks four or what Uh uh, no, absolutely. I can't stop playing. That's the beautiful thing about hockey is that there are adult leagues galore. Yeah. Any level you want to play. Danny, if you want to strap on the skates and start playing an adult league, there's a level for you right now. That'd be so, kind of cool, actually. Um, obviously, playing my whole life, I play higher levels up. But yeah, you can't you can't get away from it just because it, it, it's, I don't know, it's too big of a part of my life. But you're spot on kind of with the, the way it was brought up in society, right? I mean, yeah. I think that's why there's so many Avs fans right now because my generation, I was in second grade when the Avalanche showed up. All we wanted to do in gym class was play floor hockey, yeah. and our, t- our teacher let us. So I think you have a whole generation of big-time Avs fans, I think so people too. that are around my age. And now you have a new wave of them that are following the Landeskogs, the McKinnons, the Macars, right? Yeah. The Gen Z following that I think is coming along with as well. So I, you've just... You've got a super young fan base with the Avalanche right now, and um, I think they've got years of greatness ahead of them, too. So I think this super young fan base has got a lot more partying, a lot more Bud Lights to, to drink. Yeah. 
Well, you know, I my my comp was I want these abs to be like those Blackhawks teams of a few years ago that won three cups. They did it with a couple different goaltenders. Totally, the, yeah. the core of the guys stayed the same, but like the potatoes, the guys around fluctuated, and they had a great coach in, in Quinville. So you know, I think that the abs are kind of cut from that same kind of cloth. I, but you know, you'll have to you have to tell me is this just the beginning for these guys or? Um, you know, will they have just be another good team amongst good teams next year? I mean, along with their fan base, the team is still young too, right? Nathan McKinnon's what, 26, 27? He's yeah. still down there in age. You got Kale McCars, barely, barely able to drink himself. Bowen Byram's a, a, a 21. submerging all-star. You know, you got the young group. So, yeah, I'm hoping for a good three cups out of the next five. Uh, you know, they're definitely set to make a run like that, and your comparison to the Chicago Blackhawks is awesome because what you saw out of that Blackhawks team wasn't just Stanley Cups and winning team, yeah. but an entire city that suddenly was behind the team. No doubt. You'd, you'd watch the uh, Chicago Blackhawks game. There wasn't a fan in the building that wasn't wearing a jersey. Totally. And, yeah, it feels like that's definitely the direction of this team because they have what it takes to get it done. I mean, look at Kale McCarr. Just look at the guy. He, he could easily be in the argument for best player in the world. Do you know, we, just, we, we said, before I want to interrupt you, but I, I love what you're saying because uh, a couple weeks ago we said that if, like, you know, we went to war with other planets and, like, everything had to start over, <laughs> there was no NHL, but all the players, you know, we redrafted. It was like, okay, every, we're starting from scratch here. Uh, Avalanche or whoever you're on the you know uh, Canadians you're you're on the clock. You can have any player in the world. Who are you going to take? How could you not take Kale McCarr? How could yeah. you not? I mean, Connor McDavid probably is still the surefire number one, but Kale McCarr is going to be that second choice for sure because of what he's revolutionized. Right? He's yeah. not just a good player; he's a revolutionary player. We've never seen anybody like this before. Yeah. And you're going to start seeing more and more trickle out through society. Um, along with that conversation, I heard a recent conversation about okay, if you're starting the game from scratch, do you include offsides in the rules? Right? Oh they, no way! That's you know. Imagine no offsides in soccer. It would change that sport forever, you know, for, uh, yeah. for, and like, again, maybe it would Americanize a sport in soccer. That's the world's most beautiful, perfect game. But for, you know, Americans want goals. I want like, a, uh, you know, I want the Rapids to win six to five with the new innovation of the no offsides and all the new, you know, things that are the uh, um, goal worth two points from half field type, type, <laughs> of, type of nonsense. You know what I mean? That's that, that's exciting for me. But for a purist, I'm sure you guys would all hate that kind of stuff. No, no. I have thoughts like that all the time as well. I think uh, in the NBA, I think a, a shot beyond half court should be a five pointer, right? You see Steph Curry no and totally. those nowadays. Totally, so I, I agree with that. I'm, I'm with it, open minded. Well, uh, JJ, man, it's, uh, you know we should do this more often. We used to have you. I don't know what happened. Um, you're one of the great dudes. We really appreciate your work at uh, JJ of the Year on Twitter. Uh, I know you do the hockey show, which is um, like in off season right now, but you're. Um, Hockey Mountain High Podcast. It's the Mountain High Podcast, right? Yeah, Hockey Mountain High. You nailed it. Okay, man. Uh, we appreciate you, man. Uh, big time. Hope everything is uh, going good. I owe you a beer or something. Absolutely. Anytime, Danny. Thanks for having me. Thanks, buddy. Bye. Yeah, JJ's a good dude. He's one of the good dudes. 303-831-1340, the hotline, as well as the text line. Going to go watch some golf here on break. Danny Bailey's going to get us out of here. We will check up uh, on that leaderboard. They said Tiger was crying on the 18th hole. I don't know if I got to ask some sources about that. I don't think Tiger cries.
Um, the DeAndre Ayton stuff we have not mentioned one time yet, and that's a big one, I think. Changes kind of the complexity and the, uh, you know, the landscape of the Western Conference for the Nuggets. Thought this guy was gone. Not so fast, my friend. Like Lee Corso says, right? All right, Danny Williams and Danny Bailey at Smiley Sports. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Yeah, shout out to JJ. Did a really good job. You used to have them on more. Um, then guys start to do their own, you know, stuff and branch out. And, you know, Gil starts using you and you start doing other stuff. And things just kind of change. But he's one of the good dudes. Should have had him on during the stretch a little bit. But, you know, we're hockey experts as well. So, you know, keep that in mind. Well, hopefully we got a couple years of. Uh... Yeah. Exciting hockey here in town to talk with to him. He loved my Blackhawks comp. It's a great comp. It's it's the right one because that team wasn't based off of um, pure sheer incredible goaltending. It just had a core of about four dudes, and they just kind of won and won and won behind it with great coaching and great toughness and just great players. Uh, yeah, so all goods, good stuff. Okay. Um. About seven minutes left here in this first hour of show. It's 9.48 a.m. in the Mile High City. We're live from the Tech Center. DeAndre Ayton signs an offer sheet with the Pacers. It looks like he's going to be a Pacer. Everyone's wondering, well, the Suns made Ayton the number one overall pick. I'd say lived up to the billing, especially as a big man. How many really talented young big men are? Are there in the, in the NBA? Not tons. Um, I couldn't figure out why the Suns just didn't pay the guy. I mean, it's like, pay him. Pay that man his money. Pay him. Pay that man his money. I just never understood it. So I guess they I'm not sure what they're waiting for. You know, maybe they needed to see it for themselves that another team believes he was that kind of player. And if that's the case, well, then it's a, it was a match for them, an easy match for them. Not an easy match because they could have just signed him any time, but... Um, you know, that's a problem for the Nuggets. The Suns are going to go in 55 games again next year. You know, 54 games. I kind of think they peaked. Okay. I kind of think that unit as a whole has peaked. And I think from the winning, what, a couple games, uh, and then we're working out post-game with the videos, and then they're doing the stuff before the game seven where they're dancing, all that kind of nonsense, yeah. and then Luca goes out there and does them like that. You don't come back from that. I'm telling you, Danny Bailey, you don't come back from that kind of stuff because the clown, corny clown stuff that they were doing, that's who they are at the core of them, bro. And Chris Paul lifted all those guys up, made them look like an incredible, you know, outfit. And they were, and they were close. Not good enough. Another year older for Chris Paul. DeAndre Ayton is, um, he's good. Devin Booker is really, really, really good. Something about the way they're constructed doesn't go for me or work for me. And I just don't believe they can win a championship. 
But I do believe they will win a lot of games in the West, and I do believe they could be in the way of the Nuggets um, being the number one seed, number two seed, number three seed, or the number three seed, right? So, um, yeah. If he'd went to the Pacers, I think that would have been a huge blow for the Suns. I think the Suns would have came way back down to earth, maybe around 50 games, somewhere around four, five seed. And would have been jumped by Clippers, Nugget, Nuggets. Uh, and I'm not sure who else. Got to see what the Mavericks now have turned into. You know? Um, it, it was just it was a, it was, it was a surprise yesterday. I was really hoping he would go to the Pacers because that relationship seems very damaged. And I like Aiton a lot. Yeah. I think he's a great player. He's fun to watch. He's got a fun personality. So to not have him be respected by that organization yeah, in that's Phoenix. True. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah, he should have said, don't, you know, don't let don't me let me it. walk. Yeah. Or they should have traded him. Or, you know, it sounds crazy. It's unheard of as they're trying to win an NBA championship. But if you don't believe in the guy, you know, that's, 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 the, that's the game they played. That's the game they played. You know, they believed him they, uh, enough. They want him to be around. They just want him to be around, not at the money that he might have thought he was worth. Well, if someone else is, you know, the thinks you're worth that kind of money, let's go see it. Put, put your money where your mouth is. And he did. And a little bit surprised by that. Uh, do we have somebody? I thought we did, but either I messed up. No, you're good. There's no got, time. I was going to tell you, make him wait. I don't know. You're, yeah. you're busy back there. Forget about it. Looking at the Western Conference standings right now, last year's went last year went Suns, Grizzlies, Warriors, Mavericks, Jazz, Nuggets, Timberwolves, Pelicans. Okay, note. No Lakers, no Clippers. Okay. Um, so those are two teams I think probably have a chance to make the playoffs this year, the Lakers and the Clippers. Lakers barely, Clippers have a chance to be good. I'm not sure. I gotta see it with my own eyes. But the Jazz will come crashing down. The Timberwolves will go from 46 wins to probably 51 or 52, so they'll take a step up, be around a top five seed. The Mavericks are somewhere probably around the same, but dangerous because they have Luka, very dangerous. Uh, I don't think the Warriors will be quite as good. I don't know, man. That's weird. The Warriors are a tough one because James Wiseman was just looking so good. If they get something out of him, man, that's he'll buy them some extra time. I mean, if Jordan Poole and and uh, James Wiseman are turn out to be stars, even if one of them turns out to be like a real star in the next year or two, well, then, you know, those guys lift these other old stars to maybe one more. 64 wins for the Suns last year. Damn. 56 for the Grizzlies. I think the Nuggets are going to be right about there. Right about there, which would be a, a, a good for being the second seed in the West last year. I just think the Nuggets cook teams like the Rockets, the Thunder, the Blazers, the Kings, the Spurs, the Pelicans, eh, the Pelicans. Interesting. I'm dying. Sometimes to... the Nuggets don't no, that, cook the teams they that, should. That's the next step in the progression. Okay, so you're saying that's part of the that's the path. That's the next step in the progression to being what you know a Golden State Warriors like team. Once the Warriors realize how good they were. They just started to just bury teams and cut your heart out. 
And the Nuggets aren't there yet. They're beating teams, but they're not burying teams. That's the next step in the progression of to the you know championship installment to going and competing for a world. But that comes with the maturity and and you know the depth and the you know star power. Jamal Murray's got to be that guy. Jamal Murray's got to. We'll go to break here. Get us some good music to go out to. Appreciate you. Jamal Murray needs to come back. Not the same Jamal Murray, but better. Jamal Murray has to come back and find a way uh, coming off of the most serious injury of his life to even be better. And I think sometimes when you're away from the game, as long as he was, when you see it from a different kind of perspective, you're not just all in your own life, in your own basketball life. You're you're he was invested in his entire rest of his teammates basketball lives last year he was just sitting from kind of the sidelines during all these big uh, games important moments uh, clutch kind of moments so there's things you can take from that I think a lot of great players do so let's go to break 303-831-1340 the hotline as well as the text line the two Dannys and you guys out there who uh, got lots of ways to get involved with the show. 98.1 FM, 107.5 HD3. Watch us at MileHighSports.com. Check that app out. It's Mile High Sports.